You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, unknown actors with me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And for the last 13 years, I've been taking unknown actors with blank CVs all the way to Netflix dramas, Amazon Prime films, TV soaps and stage plays around the world. And every week I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid working unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready to dive into the episode? Hello and welcome to the podcast. It is so good to have you here. My aim is to help you become an unstoppable actor. That means wherever you are right now, with your acting career and your acting goals, whether it be being brand new and only just getting started with your acting career or being a bit more seasoned, like maybe you're regularly auditioning, maybe you've started off doing student films and unpaid work and you're working your way up to paid independent films, or maybe you're returning to the industry from a break, whatever level you're at, this podcast is here to help you go from where you are now to becoming an unstoppable actor. And these episodes are the bridge that you need to go from where you are now to becoming unstoppable. And today's episode is diving into something that I know you are going to find so unbelievably insightful. We are looking into what the actors do who get ahead. And that means those actors who have started off at zero, just like yourself, and have managed to go on and get paid acting work, whether that be in independent films whether it be in stage plays, whether it be in TV soaps or TV dramas. You know, I have coached actors for well over 13 years. I'm coming up to my 14th year and I've helped actors who have started off at zero like you go on and do these things. So it is doable. I say it in the opening title of the podcast all the time, an acting career is doable and I mean it, it is. There's just a few things that you need to tweak. Now, before I start to share with you what those actors who've got ahead have done, so you can swipe it from them and you can copy them, I want to ask you if you've registered your place at our brand new up and coming free of charge workshop. It's happening on Saturday, the 27th of January. You can be of any level of experience. It's called In Character, Polish Your Performances and Get Cast Quicker. It takes place online so you can be from anywhere in the world. This is for those actors who know they want to polish their performances. They want to get deeper into the character and they also want to get cast quicker in 2024. So in this amazing workshop, I will be coaching you and I'll be guiding you through three very powerful method acting exercises that will absolutely accelerate your talent making you feel very good about your performances, which then shines through in auditions. So if you haven't already, grab your place by clicking the link underneath this episode. It is going to be bloody epic. So now let's dive into what the actors who get ahead are doing. And as I've already said, they have started from zero, just like you. The actors that I've trained have not been born into wealth. They've not been born into families who've already got actors. They're literally starting off from scratch with no experience, no credits on the CV and literally no idea what to do. Just knowing they want to get out of their day jobs and having a deep passion for acting, which is what you've got. This is why you're here. This is why you're 
listening to this episode, you're no different. So if my acting students can do it, who've allowed me to guide them, then you can do it as well. And I've come up with eight different things. As I was, you know, looking over what they did, it was very clear to me that they all had eight things in common. And these are eight things that are very, very, very easy for you to take on board. I know eight might sound like a big number. It might sound a bit overwhelming. It's absolutely not. It's actually easier than you're probably thinking. So the first thing these actors have done that I've got ahead is accept that they're starting off as a beginner with very little knowledge or zero knowledge and accepting that they're starting off at zero. And that's quite humbling. That's a really good place to start because when you start off accepting you are a beginner and there are a lot of things to learn, you put yourself in a better place because you're coming at the industry with zero ego and actually the hunger to achieve and succeed and smash your acting goals, whatever they are. So that's the first thing. Accept that you're a beginner. It is absolutely okay to be a beginner. There's nothing wrong with that. It just means there are endless possibilities for you. And that's really exciting because what we can do sometimes is we can get stuck in this mindset of, oh my God, there's so much to do. It's so overwhelming. Uh, Where do I even start? But just that simple act of going, I am a beginner. Yes, there's lots to learn, but there's also endless possibilities. It slightly shifts the needle from overwhelm to excitement. And then it's like, wow, what, what could I achieve? If I really put my mind to this, what could I actually achieve? And the unknown, rather than it being frightening, is exciting. And that's the unknown is usually where people do come from a place of fear because it's like, oh gosh, you know, like, will it ever happen? But we just need to slightly switch that and go, I am a beginner. And either my acting career is going to happen or it's not, but it's going to be exciting to find out. So mindset plays a big part in getting ahead in the acting industry, a huge part. We have something called the triangle for success and mindset is right at the very top of it. The second point on it is skill set. Obviously, you've got to have the skills, you've got to be talented. And then the third set is, uh, sorry, the third point is action set. But mindset is something you are in control of and you absolutely can switch every single day of your life. A really easy way to do this is if you're starting to worry about being a beginner and worrying that there's too many things to do and that it's overwhelming, too many things to learn. All you need to say to yourself in your head is stop. That's it. Simply say stop so you actually stop the thought. And then you can just have a little chat with yourself and say, well, yeah, these things might be true, but I'm also more than capable of learning as well. Because there's many things that I've learned in the past. There's many things that I've started off at zero with. There's many things that I've started off as a beginner with. And I've managed to learn and grow and improve and move away from the starting blocks. So working on your mindset and accepting that you're a beginner will always humble you and fill you with excitement because of the endless possibilities. Now, the second thing my acting students have done, and you know, you hear this in the in the opening titles of the podcast all the time, but they have gone on to be in Netflix dramas, they have gone on to be guest leads in TV soaps, they have gone on to do stage plays around the world and get paid for these and get paid a decent amount of money. But what they've done to be able to do that and get ahead is have a deep desire to improve. So that's the second thing. 
they've had a very deep desire to improve their performances because they know that as an unknown, the only thing that they've got to stand out is their skills. So their skills need improving so that they do stand out because when you're starting off as an actor, you don't have a name. You know, actors like Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Denzel Washington, Tom Hardy, Viola Davis, you know, whoever, whoever it is that inspires you, they've got names for themselves now and their names sell themselves because they've become a brand in the acting industry. But they too also had to have a deep desire to improve and get better with their performances before their name became something that was associated with, you know, selling a lot of tickets at the cinema or, you know, putting bums on seats at the theatre. So having that deep desire to improve is something you are more than capable of tapping into and you can improve. So these are not things that are challenging. Actually, when we break it down, an acting career, yeah, of course, it is going to be challenging in the sense that the industry is saturated. There are a lot of actors and we do have to acknowledge that, but we don't need to keep focusing on that because you have it in you to find and tap into that desire to improve. And that's something you're more than capable of and you can do. The third thing they did is they learned their blind spots. And what I mean by blind spot is, blind spots, sorry, is what are their performance weaknesses? It's always important to learn these and to be humble enough to go, I don't know everything about acting. And there are going to be parts of me, parts of my performances that aren't great. This doesn't mean I can't improve them because I can, but I do need to get curious about what my blind spots are because then I know what I'm working with. And so blind spots can be things like forcing emotions. It can be over-rehearsing scenes. It can be over-rehearsing lines. It can be delivering emotions in a hammy way that's not truthful. It can be something called demonstrating, which is where you're pretending, like I'm pretending I'm cold in the scene. I'm pretending I'm hot in the scene. I'm pretending I'm angry in the scene. I'm pretending I'm sad. You know, demonstrating is pretending. You can also be hiding emotions as well and, you know, not really sharing them, not expressing them in a way where they read. There's lots of different blind spots. Blind spots can also be playing scenes in the same way, getting stuck in performance patterns, not reading your scripts enough. Lots and lots of blind spots for us, but we have to come from a place of being humble and go, I do have blind spots and I do need to know what they are. And they are not a bad thing. They don't mean anything bad about me. They don't mean I'm a rubbish actor. They just mean I'm in the process of learning. I'm in the process of developing. So get curious. The the key to getting ahead in all of this, when you hear all of these eight points, actually comes down to being curious. Really, that is underneath all of this. It underpins it all. So do get curious about your blind spots because that's what my students did and they never saw them as a bad thing. They never beat themselves up about them. Yeah, we can sometimes come out of performances and go, oh, that went my best and not be happy with it, but not to a point where we shame ourselves or we really get down and hard on ourselves actually coming out of performance going yeah do you know what that weren't my best well let's figure out why let's figure out why what was my blind spot how can I improve this so learn what your blind spots are because when you know what they are you're in a bit better position to start getting ahead then the fourth thing is they learn how to overcome their blind spots so it's not enough just to go well yeah I am hammy with my emotions I do force them I do make them bigger and they're not they are a bit fake yeah it's good to know what they are but now we need to know how to overcome it and that's when you would start learning method acting techniques. You know, for example, if you are forcing emotions and you are a bit hammy with them, the text that the techniques that you need are things like personalization. You also need effective memory, substitution, 
if you know that nerves really take over and your heart races before you get in a scene or before you do an audition or you know you get dry mouth or you forget your lines which also comes from nerves then yes that's good to know that that's what happens but then you need to know how to overcome that and the method acting technique for that is either step out or it's going to be sense memory or relaxation or actually really it would be a combination of all three to be honest with you and these are things that are very easy for you to learn you are more than capable of learning them so yep number three learn what your blind spots are and then number four learn how to overcome them and keep practicing the techniques until you've absolutely ironed out what these blind spots are and they're no longer a problem because then that's you showing up as a true professional you are showing casting directors, directors and agents that I'm I'm serious about this because I've been taking my craft seriously. I want to do the best that I can with characters for myself, for my career and for you so you can sell me well. So learn how to overcome your blind spots. The fifth thing they did is they discovered what their USPs are. Your USPs are your unique selling points. You know, as we already know, there are tons and tons and tons of actors. There are lots of serious actors who want to be professional who are professional who are are on the way to you know replacing their income and there are lots of wannabes as well of course but it doesn't matter about everyone else all you have to know is yes there are a lot of actors in the industry but because there are a lot what actually makes me stand out what are my unique selling points and for them method acting was one of those selling points because as you already know it gets you deeply embedded in the character It stops you playing the obvious. It allows you to make bold, interesting character choices where you are telling the truth, where your acting is no longer acting. It's real, it's genuine, it's authentic, it's a genuine experience. So this became one of their unique selling points. So discover what your unique selling points are. And maybe you are going to come and train in method and allow that to allow method acting and the fact that you can deeply immerse yourself in a character to become one of your unique selling points and of course there's going to be more unique selling points than that but that can be one of them the sixth thing that they did is they became very proactive with improving their skills and finding opportunities you have to be a proactive participant of your own acting career because if you're not you just get left in the sidelines if you're not proactive and you are more than capable of being proactive. It just means juggling a couple of things around in your life and making time to work on your acting career, both your skills and finding opportunities. It doesn't mean you have to spend hours and hours and hours every single day because obviously you've got a day job as well and you've got life commitments, but it does mean carving out a window of time every single day to do these things. And you can do that because you can manage your time. Even if at the minute it feels overwhelming and like there's so much you've got to do, you've just got to start prioritising. What are the things that are distractions that I don't need to do anymore that I'm getting sucked into? Do I scroll on socials for far too long? Do I sit and watch Netflix? When, yeah, watching Netflix is good and I can do that, but actually I could also be doing something else as well. You know, what are the things that are taking up your time that are nice, but they're not really getting you anywhere and they mean that your, you know, opportunities are passing you by? So be proactive, more than capable of it. The seventh thing they did is they picked themselves back up after every single no that they heard. They adopted the mindset that rejections aren't personal. They don't mean a thing. They don't make them a bad actor. Yeah, there could be things that could be improved in their auditions, but that again goes back to learning your blind spots. 
the third point that I raised. So rather than seeing a rejection as a personal attack and that there's something wrong with them, actually they change the mindset to go, no, I just need to get myself out to more auditions and I need to learn from each one. And I have to tell you as well, that made a massive difference for me because I used to be terrified of auditions. I had a lot of bad experiences with auditions and I let them get the better of me. And then eventually, when I returned to the acting industry after having a break from my own acting career, I said, you know what, I've I'm going to have to make friends with the fact that I'm going to have to do a lot of auditions because unless I make friends with Steven Spielberg or whoever the latest director is, which I'm not friends with these people, then I'm going to have to work my way up from the bottom. So what can I do instead? Oh, I can just see each audition as a learning opportunity, an opportunity to grow as an actor. And so I adopted the mindset of, well, I go into the audition one actor and I come out another actor having learned something. And that changed everything for me. It made me more relaxed about them. I stopped caring about the nose and instead started focusing more on how can I learn, how can I improve. So you've got to pick yourself back up after every now and now it is not personal. That's how you're going to start getting ahead because then you won't be bogged down by the nose. And then the final thing that they did is they made acting a way of life for themselves. They did not stop until they got to where they want to be. And I mean, I don't want to put words in their mouths, but I know even though many of my students have done TV work, and they've got some really good credits on their actor's CV. Now, they're still not where they want to be because there's always, you know, they're still hungry for more. And I guess that's that's how you make acting a way of life, by being hungry for more. So what that meant is they embedded some form of acting into their daily life, which I've already kind of covered, you know, whether that be improving something in the business of acting or improving an acting skill or whatever it is, networking, there's many different things that we can do that you're more than capable of, but they made acting a way of life and didn't stop. And they're still not stopping because they've got big goals and they keep going because it starts to become very exciting when you start getting those yeses and you start getting that first paid job, then that second paid job, then that third paid job. Even if that's in an independent film that's paying you £150 a day or £120 a day or a day or 180 euros a day, whatever it is, like that first paid job is exciting. And so then they are fueled off of that excitement. But the other side to this is that they execute with patience as well. And that's what you're going to have to do because there's no instant gratification with an acting career. You might get beginner's luck. You know, lots of people get beginner's luck where few things start happening, But then it goes down to, I've got to be patient. I've got to execute all these eight points and be patient at the same time and know that at some point it is going to pay off. I just don't know when because there isn't a guaranteed date. It's not like a salaried job where you go for an interview for the next level for a promotion and then it's like either, yeah, you didn't get it or you did get it. And if you didn't get it, well, the interviews are in three months time again. You know, it's not like that. So we do need patience. We do need delayed gratification. But the one thing you really need to know is that really it's about the journey. These acting students of mine who've gone on to get this paid work embrace the ups and downs of the journey because that's where the true joy is felt, combined with achievements, but not solely in the achievements. Because once you achieve one thing, like getting a paid independent film, like winning an award at a festival for best supporting actor or best actor, like then getting your first big agent, like then getting your first big TV audition, like... Yes, they are good achievements, but the journey is also the joy felt as you're aiming towards them as well. So it's a combination of the achievements and the action that you're taking where the true joy is felt. You are more than capable of all of these eight things. These are not out of your remit. Now you know what you need to do. 
I encourage you to come and register your place at the workshop on Saturday the 27th of January because you will be following in the footsteps of the actors who've trained under my guidance and then gone on to get that paid acting work in TV and film and theatre. Because they've done it, they've paved the way for you. That means you can do it as well. So go and click the link underneath the episode and I will see you in the workshop and I will look forward to coaching you. I've absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you found this episode inspiring. If you have, please do rate the podcast and hit follow so you never miss an episode and I can help more actors like you. And come and join one of the most supportive, uplifting acting communities on socials, the Unstoppable Actors Facebook group, where you'll get your weekly injection of inspiration, network, and receive your free Method Actors Handbook so you can become an unstoppable actor.